Rural Focus. Well, the team of grain growers, they've now commissioned a report that highlights the key areas that are impacting freight efficiency, reducing grower profitability and affecting international competitive. It's called... Connecting the dots, improving Australian grain supply chain efficiency. And I'm joined right now by the General Manager of Policy and Advocacy there at Grain Growers to speak more about this report. Zach Whale, hello there to you. Good morning, great to be here. How'd you find WA last week, mate? Because I know that you were over here with your, your annual general meeting and you toured a few parts around regional WA last week, mate. I, I even, even got to Northern. It was Did fantastic. Ah. It's, um, it's, it's great, to, great to see how, how the other, other half of this great country operates. Yeah. Now, team with you this morning, mate, because uh, sometime last week, you, uh, well, the team there at Grain Growers commissioned a report that highlights the key areas that are impacting freight efficiency, reducing grower profitability and also affecting international competitive called Connecting the Dots. What can you talk us through this, mate? Look, whenever we speak to farmers, uh, it's really common for transport to be one of the major issues uh, they raise and it has a huge impact on, on as you said, competitiveness and cost. So when you deliver wheat, um, around 30 to 35% of that delivered cost is actually transport. So if you can start to bring that transport cost down, um, not only does it help um, the hip pocket and mm. also regional communities in the economy, but it also helps our international competitiveness because some of our biggest competitors in international markets have a much lower cost of production. So we worked with um, global strategy consultancy, LEK, to really get some evidence and to work out where we should focus on how do we improve this. And, and the findings were, were quite unique. Some of them, you know, sort of obvious and some of them less so, but road funding, okay. um, systemic issues with road funding. Um, <laughs> local governments, for instance, they're responsible for 87% of the road network, yet often don't have nearly enough uh, funding to undertake that road maintenance. So sometimes people are always thinking about the next big infrastructure upgrade, but sometimes it's actually just how do we get the money we need to maintain the road network that we have so that we can get the freight where it needs to go. Other issues, bridge infrastructure, really critical. Bridges are often the, the mm. weakest point on the network, yeah. which can't handle you know high tonnages. So if you can fix the bridge, you can actually get higher payloads on the whole on the whole network. Road regulation is also a huge one, the permits you need and the gazettles you need so that you can actually get higher productivity vehicles um, down the road. I don't need to tell anyone about the disconnect between different rail gauges, uh, <laughs> huge issues. Yeah. Um, and, that, and, and that's across across the country. Um, we've got a patchwork of gauges which we really need to address. Supply chain data, uh, mm. it's really hard to optimise a supply chain if you don't know what's moving where, when. Uh, so we need, to, we need to fix that. And port connectivity, how does it all connect um, WA in particular, we export you know, a massive uh, percentage of our grains, so we need seamless connection with both road and rail uh, into our key ports. Were the freight and the supply chains, were they the two major concerns going forward, Mark? Oh, look, I mean, over the last couple of years, growers have also had huge issues with, with input costs, um, with labour, um, actually getting you know supply chain inputs, mm. getting inputs in through our supply chains. Mm. Um, so th- there's there's a heap of issues front and centre of growers' mind. But you know on this we were just really trying to nail that 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 supply chain piece, uh, and we'll build a strategy off the back of this report, and we'll mm. go to government uh, and key players in industry and try to work out how do we fix it. Um, we hate for good reports to collect us. What we really want to do is be able to go to Canberra. Um, and and go and work with actual investors and, and people involved in the in the supply chain to work out how we can make it better for growers and our regional communities. So since this report came out, uh, what are you and the team there at Grain Growers, what are you sort of now, say, developing there, mate? Yeah, so look, I, I think reports, um, 
in some in some senses at the start of the, yep. the, the puzzle. Mm. Now we want to build an action plan that actually goes into a lot more detail. And then we'll actually start to work out what's different between, say, you know, Western Australia mm-hmm. uh, and New South Wales because, you know, CBH has invested a huge amount yeah. Yeah. Uh, in improving their rail infrastructure. And we'd actually like to, to learn some lessons from the West and see how we can emulate some of that on the East Coast. So we'll actually start to, to build a really comprehensive action plan. Yep. And we'll, we'll take that with us to Canberra to try to work out, you know, how we can get the, the federal government on board um, and make, make, the, make the supply chain hum. Did you meet with any WA farmers here about this report last week while you were in WA? Well, uh, interestingly, I was on the ground with, with some government people uh, on Thursday and Friday last week. Um, mm. Definitely a keen interest. Um, I think there's a lot of cliches in, in transport. <laughs> Everyone just wants more money. Yeah. Um, so I, I think government was interested that there's actually some detail behind this, um, you know, and hopefully something a little bit more than just a, a big ask for more money. So do you sort of now go and sort of prioritise which issues state by state or you do it as a national? campaign, mate? Look, a, a little bit of both. Okay. There has to be yep. some tailoring um, for state specifics. I mean, just as a as a quirky aside, mm. you know, there's not nearly as many bridges in Western Australia no. as there are in Victoria and New South Wales. So, so we'll tailor it. And the other interesting thing is there's different investors across states. So so when we actually take this forward, we've got to be really cognizant of, you know, who owns and operates the network. Yep. Um, and, and there's a lot of private investment alongside government. So we've, we've got to localise that. But the, the, the priority nationally is the same. We want to drive transport costs down so that we're more efficient and, and that we, we've got more money, you know, cap- capturing more value, you know, for our regional economy uh, and for farmers themselves. I think what freight costs account for what at least thirty percent of the price of grain at, at the port. It, it's the single largest input yeah, cost. Yeah. So you know, even though things like fertilizer and fuel and, mm. and labour are high, yep. you know, tr- transport beats it. Um, so you know, if if as margins are ever, you know, margins are always tight. Let, let's look at those big costs and, and see how we can try to change them. Can the growers read the report somewhere, mate? A- absolutely. Graingrowers.com.au. Um, it, it's up on our website. And we'll, we'll be doing consultation with, with industry participants, with growers themselves okay. uh, and government over the next few months. All right. So there you go there. Hey, Zach, uh, anything else before I do let you go this morning, mate? No, just no. Uh, watch this space. Zach Whale, General Manager, Policy and Advocacy there at Grain Growers. Mate, as always, uh, nice to chat. We'll do it again soon. Talk soon. Thanks for having me.